Welcome to the second episode of the Treehouse Talk, where we speak our peace. Again with you, me, Cam. Got my boys, Justin and Lucas. How y'all boys doing today? Shit. It's another day, another cold. Hey, you're down there in 80 degree weather. We're up here in <laughs> five degrees snowy weather. Can't get much worse. Yeah, not too bad for Tuesday. Got a lot to talk about today. Oh yeah, we got hella to talk about. And you're right. I went to Illinois for a short weekend and turned my ass right back around it was negative 12 degrees when i went to the airport shit was wild but uh before we get into it you know the kind of thing that we that i think we should kind of implement is just uh have these random controversial questions at the beginning last week we talked about syrup and justin was completely wrong he's fucking idiot so me and lucas know how it is with the syrup game so now we're gonna go this week it's it's an old topic i've seen it before but it might not be controversial at all but it's about how you eat ice cream so, do you boys lick that shit, or do you just bite it? Like, serial no. killer just bite that fucking ice cream. Nah, Justin, I already see, see Justin here with them Out of a cone, you definitely lick it. But, like, off a spoon, you don't lick the fucking spoon. You just kind of bite it off the spoon. Or you put it in your mouth and let it melt. Whatever, you don't. <laughs> You look like a. No, even off the spoon, I be, I be, I be licking a little bit off the spoon. You gotta warm it yeah, up. Cause you're weak. You're, you're a beta. Nah, bro, bro, bro. I'm with, I'm kind of with Lucas on that one, bro. You gotta just be licking it off, like the tongue game. You gotta got, treat it. What? You gotta treat it like a woman. You gotta warm it up a little that, bit. That's what I'm saying. The tongue little game gotta tongue be strong, first. bro. Tongue hey, first. You, and you guys are betas. That's nah, alpha's bro. just. Then that Noah George. You look like, bro, bro. So, let's just say you had a waffle cone, right? Mm-hmm. And. You had like three scoops of ice cream. You biting that shit, like even if it's melting. No. Are you licking it even if it's melting? Or are you biting that shit, bro? Depends. Like oh. probably licking it. Sometimes I like to three scoop. I like to be putting that just right off the cone. Oh. All right, all right. Well, we don't gotta go too much into that. I'm licking it, bro. I'm not biting no fucking ice cream. Like if you bite your ice cream, you're you're fucking. A serial killer. You don't get brain freezes. You don't. Your teeth will never get cold. Like that's just is not healthy. Like you cannot just that's be facts. biting the whole ass ice cream. I, yeah, I, I agree. That's only off the spoon though. All right, all right, all right. Here's a bit. Here's another one. Are you biting a popsicle? Or are you licking a popsicle? Like Which you, one? you just open the popsicle and you like, you gonna bite that shit? Or are you oh, gonna lick it? Yeah, I don't. Yo, you gotta lick I'm it. slurping this sh- shit out of that. Alright, alright. We on the yeah, same page. Sure. Alright, alright. We can keep it moving in. Yeah. We can keep that short and sweet this week. Unless you got them ones in the in the plastic, though. Alright, anyway. We keep it short and sweet. I don't know what plastic ones you're talking about, but uh, I'm glad we all what? agree. That's the, the fucking American Legion ones. Bro. Oh, yeah. The motherfuckers. What? The red, white, and blue ones? Bitch was Please return that ball for a free, Mr. Free. That bitch was kind of smacking, bro. <laughs> All right, we just got done uh, with the Super Bowl on Sunday. The Bucks came out and smacked that ass, bro. We talking about the goat? Let them everybody know I'm still the motherfucking goat. So let's just get into kind of what the Bucks did on defense and 
with the Chiefs just lacking adjustments? Like, was it was it Mahomes' fault? Was it the Bucks' defense? Did they come with a good game plan? Like, what, what's the word? Go ahead, Justin. Uh, I think Bucks really slowed the game down, and you know Patrick Mahomes can't read a defense, and the game's that slowed down. You're they're playing like a cover three with everybody watching Tyreek, and he can't break loose. And he's got to make short underneath throws over and over, and he's getting chased down, you know, running for his life every play. That's what's going to happen, you know. And his receivers couldn't catch a cold. That was pathetic. But Bro, how many times did they it's, get hit it's in not the head? It's not all Mahomes, but it, he, he's he got to learn to play the in-between game. Every He can't just score off 50-yard Tyreek Hill miracle throws every week. But, yeah. Yeah, or the, like, what was it in the NFC championship or AFC championship when he had like a uh, little like screen route and Mah- or Tyreek hit that shit for like 50 yards as juking everyone. But no, and the, the defensive scheme from Todd Bowles was the best part of the game. Like the amount of people who said he should win, they should win the MVP. Like they, they won that game. I mean, it's, it's a little easier when the chiefs had three offensive linemen out. We said that last week, like we, we knew what was going to happen. And when you can't, like the the thing that got to me was the lack of adjustments that you that you hit on. Like there's you obviously know their front line is way too talented for your backups. So what like what are you gonna do? I think I saw I don't remember what the exact percentage was or stats, but the amount of times that Mahomes dropped ten yards or more, like not even I'm not talking about like evading a sack, his like seven step drop. So a lot of it was on Mahomes where he's dropping ten yards. They can't protect someone doing ten yards because there's you're not in the pocket anymore. And like they're not doing for as creative as B enemy is supposed to be, like play actions, rollouts, like nothing. Like there was no quick, quick screens, quick pop passes, nothing. They're, they just it's like they were just seems running like, a Madden offense on. There wasn't like it was not stereotypical of them. Seems like they got away from the run game after it started working too. It didn't really make any sense. Yeah, I didn't like so. the whole not using the running back William Ceh. Now I will say like the Bucks came in banging ass defensive game plan. They said we're gonna double team. Kelsey and Tyreek, and you was gonna have to beat us. Like that's just what it came down to. But I will say, in Mahomes' defense, my man was drop. You know, I came on this podcast last week talking about Aaron Rodgers, best quarterback in the league, or better than Mahomes. Kind of, you know, I kind of look good saying that now. But my man was hitting people in the fucking helmet, like Tyreek Hill touchdown pass off a scramble, just goes between his arms, like just hits him in the face mask. Travis Kelsey drops a big third down pass, couple of them. I mean, when my man got fucking suplex and was throwing it in the air, sidearm, he hit the dude in the helmet. Like, they got to just catch the ball. Like, I understand yeah. the whole quick game, but they also didn't help Mahomes at all. Like, they just didn't want to show up. And I just have to say a lot to my boy Winfield Jr. I appreciate hitting him with the peace sign. Oh, yeah. My man let that marinate in his head for 71 days. He was real petty, bro. Like He was like, I'm going to make sure I'm letting him know that he can piece his way off my field while we holding the Super Bowl. Like That was yeah. some big petty shit of uh, all 2021, and I That's appreciate that. Yeah. Well, like I, I was uh, saying that, you know, obviously there's a lot that Mahomes couldn't control, like the amount he had to scramble. There's, like I said, some of the stuff he could have controlled. The hands, the lack of hands, I should say, is bad, but and he also, people forget because he got the MVP last year and shouldn't have gotten it. He his numbers at least don't look didn't look good last year. Again, maybe that's the enemy with the the cho- like people figuring it out and him not adjusting. 
because I obviously Mahomes has the talent, but like Justin said, he can't read a defense. So when you're going to put that on him, when you force him to, I don't know if he can do it. This is the second last year. He had two interceptions below or right at like a 60% completion. This year was below like 54%. Hasn't hit over a 300 yards both times. So at that point, it, it is a pattern. I think it's either they can't figure out the scheme when it gets almost like it, it almost becomes Raven esque, where like they get to the playoffs and people figure it out and they can't adjust. They only have one one thing and that's it. But shit, that might be a topic, especially if it happens again. Yeah, I mean it's um, you Mahomes. I've tweeted this. I tweeted this over the weekend, and uh, Lucas has saw it. And a couple people. Mahomes can never be the GOAT. My man, I don't give a fuck if he goes out here and wins eight Super Bowls. He would never be the GOAT. That's like kind of like how LeBron, if he would have played Kobe in that year when they when they ran through the Magic, if LeBron would have lost to Kobe, that we would not be talking about LeBron being the king, the GOAT. But he saved his career not playing Kobe. Because yep. if they would have gone, if they would have, if Kobe would have four out them niggas, we would have been like, oh, you really? He LeBron wouldn't even be in L.A. right now if he played Kobe and got 4-0. That's a fact. <laughs> so, like, I don't that's, care what Mahomes does. That's a fact. <laughs> I don't care what well, Mahomes does. You lose head-to-head. You lose head-to-head. It's a wrap. Like, you lose head-to-head. Well, especially because he, he lost to, to them two years ago in the AFC Championship head-to-head, too. You like, can't beat him head-to-head. Yeah, exactly. Like, two times, you, t- you might not ever play Tom Brady again. And you're in your prime. In your prime, yeah. bro. This dude is ancient as hell. My man is eating fucking green leaves to just get up to go do plyos in the morning, some yoga and shit. Like, my <laughs> man is out here just saving his career, and you getting body. Like, you would never be the GOAT. I don't care if you walk out here with eight Super Bowls, ten Super Bowls. Tom Brady's like, well, I beat your ass head to head twice in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, what's up? So, I'm sorry, Mahomes. You, you lost your chance. Uh, you you might have a great career, but now you now you're gonna be being compared to Aaron Rodgers the rest of your life and never to Tom Brady again. Like that's that's it. Uh, well, you know what? If if they get back there and Mahomes beats him, then what? It's a, if At this we get point, a I think it's over year. because he's if it's even if it's next year, then it's just oh he's forty he beat a forty for you forty four year old. Yeah, I don't think it's the same. Yeah, true. Like, like that's another thing with with Brady's legacy. He was set up for success this year like or like any any point from basically after his 40th it's if he loses he's he's over 40 he should you know whatever and if he wins he just looks that much better which it still it is it is that much more impressive that he's doing this at 43 but he also has the most talent probably the i mean the cheat and that's the other thing if brady if the bucks aren't the most talented offense in the league chiefs are it's the chiefs right yeah i mean i don't know the 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 wide receiver Evans, Godwin, Brown, Gronk, significantly better than the Chiefs wide receiver core. I think the, I mean, I don't know. Like the, the only team better than than the Bucks offense is the Chiefs. So, I mean, I think bad. it might be a top toss up, but if it is one A, is one and one A in my book. Both but yeah. Offenses. Anyways, from here on out, he's gonna be it's gonna be the old card. So, you're right. Mahomes can't do anything. Oh, and, and let that motherfucker play him again in the Super Bowl and he loses. Mm. Fuck a win. What if he oh, lost yeah. again? Like, <laughs> yeah. yikes. I mean, you're going to be down there with Peyton, my boy Peyton Manning just getting dog walked by top. P- but TV really, 12. I mean, shit, you think they should have easily lost last year. We were talking about all of a sudden they're in 0-2 in the Super Bowl. And we're talking like, 
Andy Reid, Bannami, Mahomes, like all them. That they were a lucky comeback, a, a choke job from the Niners away from being like, what was it, the fucking '94 Bills when they make it like three years in a row and can't win the Super Bowl? Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, bro, they shouldn't even have got there last year. They're down 24 to zip. To that the too. Like, yeah, the Bill boys got blessed. Now, let's kind of. Uh, I, I, this is what I got. This is my whole problem with Mahomes, and I was seeing it in the Super Bowl. Now, kind of, I know we weren't going to, we didn't script this, but I want to talk about it. Is it because Patty Mahomes doesn't really got a chip on his shoulder? He don't got that bite. You saw TB12 run down Tyron Matthew and got him in his face. It was like I'm busting your ass all game. I'm throwing the ball at you all game. Like he was picking on him. He after the touchdown chased his ass down and told him that shit. And Patty Mahomes is like, oh, well, can't read defense. I'm fucked up. Uh, we'll get him next drop, guys. Like, do you just think he don't got that go that he should? I don't think any should? of them do. The whole entire team. Yeah. The amount of times they came back in the in the second half in every game this year, which is like you can attest that the time. Like, they're like, you know, almost like the Warriors. Like, they don't, especially during the regular season, they don't give a shit during the first half. None, they're not fired up. They don't care. They know how good they are. And it bites them in the ass. And I think especially – after beating the Bucks ass this year, yeah, you're right. I don't think he, he, they don't have, they don't have that fire. He just got a five hundred million dollar contract. He ain't got shit to play for anymore. Not saying that's his thought. Like that's just my opinion. But yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you gonna say, Justin? No, uh, no, I agree. They just don't have like that guy that's gonna get them, you know, fired up. Like who who is it? Nobody. Nobody's getting fired up listening to Patty Mahomes pregame. I'm the frog voice. <laughs> I was going to say, even if he tried. No, no, no. Tyreek Hill's taking selfies in the locker room, and Travis Kelsey's probably picking out his postgame outfit. Like, like yeah. They, that bitch, that bitch going to be They're fire, just a though. swagger team. They they win off pure talent. And, yeah. and it, Tom Brady's all brains, and, you know, that's how it turns out for you. Someone uh, on that note real quick, I guess it's, it's a little off topic on the note. Someone made up a good point about. I know we talked about Bianami not getting a coaching job. Um, is that a, a little bit in? Do people think, like, maybe in the back of their mind, even, like, maybe subconsciously, that he isn't all that hype because of Matt Nagy? Like, remember how Matt Nagy was Eric Bianami before him, right? They had that fire offense. He was supposed to be an offensive genius. And that motherfucker sucks. Well, he was good that first year. He was decent. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but they still, I mean, they choked first round. I think. Well, this one. Keep going. This one I'm trying to tell you about EB. You guys got to give him some more time. He was, he was. He just got OC. Promoted the same year Mahomes took the starting job. Like, I mean, no offense. I'm not saying he's not qualified, but I could fucking run that offense. Okay, like relax, honestly, relax, relax, relax. Honestly, <laughs> and then, but then it's like this is two two Super Bowl duds in a row. Like, granted, you have to take the previous what fucking eighteen games, and it's like, yeah, this is great. But I don't know, like sports, like confuses me a little bit. Like you get like like the Ravens or like the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. It's like oh playoff teams, like and you can see it. Their play calling like is lackluster, whatever it is, or or teams stop them anymore. And people are like oh they can't do it in the playoffs. My question is, what the why the fuck aren't teams doing this in the previous in the sixteen games during the season, right? If it's that easy for like a team to scheme them, a Super Bowl is different because you have two weeks. But why can't they do this during the regular season? Like some of the way these teams play in the playoffs, basketball, football, whatever. It's like, why isn't this happening during the regular season? Because it's one. I mean, 
besides basketball, it's just to keep the football, because basketball, all those games. But going into football, it's just like, it's all smoke and mirrors. You just want to be smoke and mirrors. You just want to run your shit, and you don't want to put any wrinkles in, because there's only so many wrinkles that you can do, especially in the copycat league. I mean, we see it every year. There's a new, new ripple coming from college football or another team coming with something new. It's a copycat league, and you don't want to give it too early. Like, if you, like, for, let's take the Chiefs, for example. You can just walk out there and win 12 games. Let's keep it a stack, especially in the AFC West, and them niggas suck out there. So, you just go out there, and you're like, all right, we're just going to walk, get our 12 wins, get to the playoffs, and then we can throw in some new stuff. I think that's kind of why we see it. It's all about cat and mouse, what you got, what you don't have. But... I definitely understand like where you're coming from. It does get annoying. It's like, why don't you rep it? Why don't you get yourself in a better position? But I think that's what it comes down but, to. But it comes down like each year. Like mm-hmm. if you want to stick with like shutting down Lamar, for example, in the playoffs, or this is it. It seems to be a tradition or you know an annual thing. So why the hell isn't this happening the previous sixteen games? And honestly, guys play way hard. Like obviously in the playoffs. But somebody was talking about, like, Indomitian Sioux specifically. Like, these guys know if they get hurt in the playoffs, they have four, five, six months to recover as opposed to getting hurt in, like, week two and, you, you know, you're cut and you're not getting paid. And that's, that's a good point. Yeah. That's probably that's part a, of it, too. Yeah, like, every, every rep, they're going crazy. Like, they've already yeah. got paid. They're just trying to make it to the next season at this point. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I can see that. Uh, let's just drive on. I mean, the Chiefs didn't show up. They look like shit, but uh, definitely lost me a lot of money in that. But let, let's drive on. Uh, we just got done talking about this great offense, and uh, this is one of the first quote-unquote super teams we ever seen in the NFL succeed. Y'all remember that Eagles team, the fucking dream team or whatever Vince Young came out with, and them niggas went basically 0-16. They were trash. So this is the first like built-together super team that has got the job done and the first ever to do it in their home stadium. Where do they go from here? Like, Bucks and Brady. We already got Mike Evans coming out saying, take some of my money so we can keep this team together. Do you think they do that? Do you think Gronk is done? Like, what What we got? Uh, Godwin's almost I don't think Gronk's certainly walking, right? There's no way they can pay Godwin. He's going to come out. Well, I know he's Evans, whatever Evans money said he'll... Wants. Yeah, Evans said he'll take a pay cut, but I think Godwin goes too. He yeah, got Godwin's going to be... Yeah, yeah, his his uh, production by stats cut because of they have everyone else to share the ball to. I think he's gonna go somewhere else. But if Evans is taking cuts, I don't know off the top of my head where like where else they are in terms of. I would let Godwin go. I don't give a fuck about Godwin. I got AB. What, bro? Let me keep it, bro. If Antonio Brown can get back to get his head right, which he finally made it through. My man got cut from the Steelers, got cut from the Raiders, got cut from the Patriots, sat out all that year, came back, and now he played a season. We know how good Antonio Brown is. Antonio Brown is better than Chris Godwin when he when he is balling. Like, if Antonio hey, Brown could get back to that, I don't need Chris Godwin. Listen, listen. Um, let me read off these free agent names. And Scotty so, Miller. We can talk about it real fast. All right, bet, bet. Oh, before Avante you start. David. Before you start. Yeah, go ahead. I'm putting my, all my money down on it. any team LaShawn McCoy goes to next year, they win in the fucking Super Bowl. But Fact. continue. 
fuck LeSean McCoy? What the hell? You that dude about? went back-to-back Super Bowls without playing a snap, and he's back-to-back Super Bowl champion. Played for the Chiefs last year, didn't play. I didn't even know that for <laughs> play, real. Played for the oh, Chiefs yeah, last year. Yeah. Yeah. Played for the Chiefs last year, didn't fucking oh. play a snap. Played for the Bucks this year, didn't fucking play a snap. And he got two rings, bro. That boy's a goat. Got gold fuck? status, bro. But anyway, continue. Read the list. This is crazy. Avante David. Chris Godwin. Shaq Barrett. Bronk. Sue. And Fournette. All free agents. Only one matters there is Antonio Shaq. Brown, obviously. Uh, Shaq Barrett and Levante David are going to be their two priorities. Like, you can't, you can't tell me that Godwin is the priority over either of those two. No shot. No. Levante David Brown, is the number one maybe, priority. Yeah. I don't know. Shaq Barrett is up there, too. They're going to be one Shaq day and one Barrett, week. more like it. <laughs> yeah. One of them is going to be at least franchise tag, the very worst. But AB's coming back. He obviously wants to be with Brady. He went back to the Bucks, like. Yeah, Brady advocated for him. Yeah, yeah, he's going back to the Bucks. He might. He lives in Brady's crib. <laughs> hey, that fucking mansion. But AB is on a fucking play it um, on a own it deal. He he's getting re-signed. They can sign his ass for fucking one year, twelve mil. I don't give a fuck. He coming back. David's coming back. I, I mean, Barrett, I think, I guess you can let Sue go. I mean, he was a dog. I mean, he literally was a dog this whole year for the last two years with him. And I think you go, I think you have to sign Leonard Fournette again because Ronald Jones just can't catch the ball. Like, he's just not that bad. But do you so. draft a running back who, who can be a third down back? I mean, you could. Yeah, they got draft capital. I mean, you but could. But Fournette's not known for catching really either. I mean, he better catcher than what the fuck Ronald Jones is. Yeah, they have like Keshawn Vaughn or whatever. Aren't they gonna? Oh, I mean, yeah, but he trash. <laughs> <laughs> no, he ain't trash. No, bro. Yeah, I, I say you let Godwin go, bro. You gotta let him go. If that dude's coming in there asking for a hell of money, he's gotta go. He's going to, bro. He's gonna because the Jets, somebody like the Jets or some something is gonna give him whatever he wants. So would you take Godwin over Brown? You answer wisely, I... motherfucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Are you serious? <laughs> no shot, bro. For the money or just in general? Wait, like, in, like, in a real-life situation, who would I rather have right now? Yeah. A younger, a younger receiver? That's always hurt? That's not crazy? But always hurt? You got to be able to play. Play to win the game. Antonio Brown's one fuck up away from never snap another football snap. In his well, life. he got Tom Brady. He's got a job. He got a crack pipe or something. I don't know what he got. <laughs> I mean, I get it, bro. But for the for the price, like Lucas was talking about, like for the price, I gotta take AB. Like he do can do everything. He was a top. He was arguably the best receiver in the league. And now we like, oh, this nigga scrap. Oh, he for sure was the best receiver. I'm even saying that. Not for pound. for price, I'm taking AB because especially if Godwin's in, God, I want a fucking check. Send his ass to the Ravens. No, we going for Allen Robinson. Nah, y'all need all the help y'all can get over there. That's Fuck big you, facts. Man. All right. Uh, yeah, Marquise Brown is about the most useless player I've ever. Hey, he was snapping the no, last half of the Useless year. ass fucking coaching staff. 
All right, two things before uh, we get out of the NFL, or three more things. I'm going to make it short and quick. Uh, I want to talk about what do you guys think about the Buccaneers all-black coaching staff, basically in the women, and how Bruce Arians kind of balled out about that shit. Like, that shit was goaded, right? He a real one, for sure. Mm -hmm. Like, that's some real-ass shit right there. Yeah, that's for real. He a real one. So I, I I hope people watch that, kind of see that, and uh, learn from that that you can get it done by being different. You don't got you, you don't got to go. You got to recycle the same old shit every fucking year and think it's gonna work differently. And you know what that the female coach was a coach of? She's the assistant D line coach. Yeah, she's dog. part of that. She was scheming up, fucking them Chiefs up, dogging them up for them. Uh, <laughs> they're fucking trash cans so fuck I forgot what my other point was so we're gonna go down to the last one who wins next year Super Bowl favorites predictions what we got depending on if, if the Bucks, Bucks bring that same team back or at least you know even Levante and, and Shaq I mean, you gotta put them up there they, they played their best like the first half of the year you could tell they just weren't ready to play together and then they got their shit together. So if they keep all that, I think they're favorite. But I think you got to put the Rams up there. I'm going to be in, excited to watch them. Chiefs, of course, but yeah. Rams and Bucks in the NFL championship or in NFC championship next year. Um, I think there's a lot of off season left. I want to see you know where Carson Wentz goes. If he goes to the Colts, you know that's scary in the AFC behind that offensive line with Andrew Luck coming have, back, baby. You know. Office. Fuck Andrew Luck, but he yeah. That's if Andrew Luck comes back in the what? Back, definitely. That's as dead as his brain cells. <laughs> but, um, yeah, if, the, if Andrew Luck comes back, the Colts are the favorites in the AFC for sure. But you know, I don't know. All, all I know is that coming back healthy with the new contract, the Cowboys should definitely be the favorites coming out. All right, Cowboys next topic. Game. Get this motherfucker <laughs> out of here, bro. Well, that's dead as George Washington. Oh, you guys messed up letting us get a, you know, top half of the draft. Oh, my draft God. Pick. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Go draft offensive lineman again. Uh, Me too. Yeah. Talking about, all right, my pick. Uh, I'm just going to do a dark horse kind of off the radar. I think they might be able to bring it back. I know Lucas mentioned it earlier back in the 94, 90, 94 Bills, man. I think uh, the Bills, dark horsing in, um, they balled out. I think Josh Allen can actually build off of this, get some confidence. I think that defense is one player away from really solidifying itself up. And if you if Gabriel Davis can turn into that other receiver across from Stephon Diggs, you got Cole Beasley working a slot, I think they might have a little bit of chance. Do a little bit of work in the free agency market and watch out. I was gonna, Speaking of free agents, one last thing for this. The, the key indicator for whatever team, whether we're mentioning them or not, is going to wherever Deshaun goes. As long as he don't go to some fucking Jacksonville Jaguars or some shit, he's going to make instantly someone a contender. Exactly. Listen, this is what I'll say about Deshaun Watson, and this is why he won't be traded. Um, because there's nobody on the market with enough like to get give up for him. Like You don't trade Maserati for three Hondas. You, thre- you trade a Maserati for Maserati. That's what the Texans are looking for, and that's why he won't be traded. They, they want a star player back. Unless the Bears are going to give up Khalil Mack or someone of that nature, that's not going to happen. He's just going to have to sit. Yeah. So, 
we'll get the fuck about the NFL. Catch that shit when uh, things start getting hot again around the draft. <clears throat> uh, we're going to drive right into the NBA. Now, they got a real lot of controversy going on right now. We got my man. They talking about going to an all-star weekend during COVID. Three days, slam dunk, three-point skills, the game, and all the players coming out saying, oh, we don't want to do that shit. But the NBA's like, you do what we tell you to do. So, are they are the players warranted to be like, fuck this game? Is NBA in the wrong? Like, what's up? No, there's a NBA's players union, and Chris Paul, the president, you know, he speaks for the players. So somewhere along the line, there's either a vote or there's some miscommunication. I believe LeBron's the vice president of the yes, players yes. association. Uh, so I don't. He's the the main one complaining. So I don't know if there was like a miscommunication, but. You know, that's something that's voted on. I don't think the owners just come out and say, you know, you guys are playing. I'm pretty sure, actually, that All-Star game was canceled up until last month, right? So, yeah, I don't know what's gone on behind the scenes, but there shouldn't be an All-Star game. It's kind of pointless at this point. Like, you know, it's just for fun. Maybe they keep it the dunk contest and three-point competition or something and have some kind of skills contest. But or what, the All-Star weekend reason? itself is just a well, party. But why, yeah, but why not have one is, is the question I think that. It's not like they're not all playing against each other anyways. You don't have to have fans. I think, but that's what up. I think it is. I think they're trying to, Atlanta just had fans. We saw the whole thing with LeBron, Colin Corsair, Karen, all that shit. I think they're trying to set this as a flagship to start bringing fans back into the arenas. And this is their way to do it. Like you said, it's a party. Get the fans, get the excitement, electricity, get things going back up for the NBA. So... I mean, I understand what you're saying. They play against each other all the time. What's the point? What's the difference now? But you go to this all-star game, you got all these stars getting sick from COVID, and what's going to happen to the season? That's what I don't understand. So they have all these rules in place for every other game. Then they want to have <laughs> an all-star game and just say, I can't you know, wait to oh, that's that the- shit. It doesn't make any sense. Either you got to say, fuck this, we don't care, we're going to play basketball, or you got to, you know, stick to the rules you set in place at the beginning of the season. Make any sense to just throw it by the wayside for one weekend of testing with your best players, no less. It makes no sense. Ignant. We know Lucas' ass is going. My man be going everywhere. He don't give no fuck. Hey, I'll, be in that bitch, I'll be in that bitch masked up brim low, though. Hey, That's he... flights, not feelings. Hey, right? <laughs> no catch fights, no feelings. That's the motto. So, talking about, you talking about the protocol. Now, we had this weird-ass fucking situation about KD. I don't know if y'all called it. I play a lot of DFS, so I'll be, I be all up in this shit. It's KD got ruled out of the game for health protocols. Five minutes before the game, they said he could play, but he can't start. Then he got into the game, played a half, and then they said he can't play no more because of health protocols. It's like, bro, so this nigga got COVID or he don't? Like, what the hell is going on? How you going to let this man not play, play fucking 15 minutes, and then sit and say, oh, you can't play no more, and he hasn't played a game since? So, like, what's up? Like, what? you even got a health protocol system? Like, y'all even taking this shit seriously? Yeah, I ain't even following it because it confused me so much, so. That shit is chalked. Like, it doesn't, it, it seriously doesn't make sense. A lot of the NBA health protocols are more to save face than anything. Like, and there's, it's just so inconsistent, you know? <laughs> like, 
he can't play the game. He has to sell all these games, but we're gonna have the All Star game. Like, yeah, it's atrocious. Like crazy right now. So I just, I just don't understand the whole, the whole thing. But I mean, that's not my job to understand. So fuck it. So going on to the next, uh, a funny thing happened. It is kind of old. It happened about a week and a half ago, but we didn't get to cover it because it happened after our last pod. Was a uh, Clay Thompson talking about Rodney Magruder? Now, uh, I don't know if everyone heard this shit that's listening and uh, even you guys, but Clay Thompson basically said uh, the Warriors ended up beating the Pistons. Rodney Magruder was talking shit, and he was like, I don't know why this dude's talking like he's going to be in the league past this year. He said he's just mad because he's about to be out the league. I'm mad. I hate that I'm hurt, so I can't hoop him. Hoop this nigga. Let him know what's up. And it's just straight dogging him on national television, bro. Talking hella shit. Like, Clay Thompson went all the smoke. Like, y'all down with that? Like, y'all, how do y'all feel about that situation? Uh, not this year, but beware. Warriors will be full strength next year. Clay Thompson seems thirsty <laughs> to dot some motherfuckers. He seems thirsty. Like, this, man, it's been a minute. Yeah, the Warriors are full strength next year should be very scary in the West. Yes. They're scary now, but, you know, Clay, Steph, that's the – can make an argument top three duo of all time. They game in Steph. two years. Let's see yeah. if he comes back full strength. But the reason I – like, obviously I love a good shit talker. That's great for Clay. But, I, like, I don't know if – I never got that, like, feeling from Clay in person. There was always, like, some, like, sneak fucking talk. Like, when he was talking about LeBron before he came back 3-1 on their ass. I don't know. It seems like a weird comment. I don't know. I, I mean, never do some research on Clay. Clay with that smoke uh, for real. Clay be talking a hell of shit, bro. He you got a Clay Thompson has a whole Reddit subreddit dedicated <laughs> to like him talking shit and his good. like little sneaky yeah. I, that boy with the got the tooling on him. That boy is with the shits, bro. Like you yeah, right. but see, is it all those like sneaky talks or is he like? No, he be, I never he, see him like beefing people with no, people. He really be talking I mean, that shit. In, the NBA is the WWF anyway. They don't really be fighting there, but yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, when Clay comes back, I know I haven't played a game in two years, but look, I mean, look at what Steph's doing, bro. Like people, people really thought that Steph was scrap without all the players around him. My man is just absolutely going off, going off, willing his team to wins. I just think when Clay Thompson comes back, Steph and Clay is about to be throwing up fifty threes a game and just blowing niggas out the court. Listen. No homo. People always talking about Clay has to come back full strength, dude. He he's he scored sixty points on eleven dribbles. He don't got to come back. He just got to be able to move. As long as that nigga can move, he's gonna be scoring points. Like that. He's a machine, bro. He's like the most underrated player in the NBA. It's crazy. I'd, I'd rather have Clay Thompson than James Harden. I mean, shit. These, this is nigga Clay and it. Steph behind yeah. me right now on my wall. We're here to fuck yeah. shit up, bro. Like yeah, these I, niggas out here. Up to Clay. I think I'd rather have him than James Harden. Oh, yeah. That's no cap. I don't, I don't disagree. Ain't I ain't, don't disagree about that. All right, the last little, uh, last little shit, last little beef that uh, in the NBA was uh, Zach Lowe comments on Luca Mark Cuban clapping back. <clears throat> Zach Lowe says, for if, for who don't know, uh, he says Luca has become one of the biggest whiners in the NBA. It's constant. Every time he drives, he is whining. He spends so much energy whining to the referees and slumping his shoulders to teammates, it sucked the life out of the team many times. Zach Lowe is an NBA analyst for ESPN. 
uh, well-known guy. Uh, when Mark Cuban heard this shit, this is what he had to say. I'll tell you exactly what I think. Fuck you, Zach Lowe. You don't know shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, my man was like, you coming for my star player, bro. I'm going to let you know what it is. Like, I want all the smoke. Okay. Murphy yeah. Cuban. Like, do you think Luca is a whiner, though? Does Zach Lowe got a point? Yes. Yes, Luca's a yes. Have you been watching the Mavericks? Yeah, yeah. Mavericks aren't as good as people thought they were going to be this season. I thought they would be a top. Luca was like the, the MVP West candidate and they, too, the favorite. But Luca, I mean, they're they're losing games, and Luca is seriously he's not he's not being a leader out there. He's just throwing his hands up and blaming the next guy. Uh, I don't see. I don't. You know, M- MVP type players don't do that. That's not what that's not what champions oh, are made no, of. Oh no, bro! Hey, but shout oh, out no. to Mark Cuban. That nigga Kobe went He, he went drew down all. <laughs> Wait, what? I said, my boy, I love Kobe, bro. You know that's our boy. But that nigga asked for a trade, yeah. bro. That nigga was whining. In the off season, <laughs> nah, bro. In the off season, after man, no, nah, Kobe was Jordan, thirty-five a game. Jordan was whining, <laughs> bro. When the Bulls were trash, like pe- yeah. these niggas whine, like they really be whining. That was my biggest. That was my biggest thing. Whenever like specifically LeBron here is like, I hate his attitude on the court. He asks for finally compliance. Uh, Every NBA player ever, except for Tim Duncan. Hold on. Yeah. No. Keep going. I'm sorry. Keep going. I'm... No, that was it. Except for Tim Tim Duncan. That's it. No, y'all are bugging. I'm gonna tell you uh... why. Luca is like 22 years old. You have you don't got enough stripes yet, youngin. You know what I'm saying? Ain't like, the Kobe, same age. No, this is MVP Kobe. That's huh? too. Kobe was winning, winning championships at 22. Man, this is this syrup It's talking. different. No, bro, I get it. It's I was going to say that, Justin. I said, I was going to say he had one, like, I don't know. I don't remember if he won any awards last year. But one season, like a season where he was fucking snapping, playing great. He got all the notoriety last year. And I think he's, now he thinks he's, I mean, he is a superstar, I guess. But now he thinks he. No, he's definitely a superstar. Yeah, but like. He don't walk he on think, water. He though. knows he is. But like, you know what I mean? Like. He, yeah, exactly. Like he's not—he's still not a veteran. Yeah, yeah. But all right, all right. Yeah. But before we yeah. get, before I get my shake and Luca, I do agree with that. He do be whining. But before I get there, that nigga Kobe, I love. I'm a Kobe stand till I die, bro. And rest in peace, rest in heaven, my man. But that nigga was crying when he was playing with Kwame, Kwame and fucking Smush Parker, bro. Kwame Brown and Smush Parker. You tell well, me shit, this. I this you tell me this man went shook. Oh, bro, bro, bro. He is in the prime of his career, and you got these. You got Bill O'Brien running the Lakers. What is going on? <laughs> you got Bill O'Brien running the Lakers. Of course, Kobe's going to be one out of there, but he still hooped up with them niggas, didn't he? Hey, Luke is still hooping though. Uh, Kobe, I did not. I do not remember an instance of Kobe literally just giving up. Uh, he was raping people. Who? Kobe. What did you just say? I'll play here with that girl. Yeah, we can. Oh, <laughs> man. No, no, no. That was some straight, uh, that was some clout chasing, bro. That shit was crazy. Uh, <laughs> All right, bro. That Colorado case yeah, was that so was vicious. Crazy. <laughs> All right, I right, was so out that of pocket. Out of pocket. <laughs> my bad, my bad. That's way out of pocket. But anyway, <laughs> Luca Doobie, Luca Doobie fucking whining. But he got a point. My man is playing with some G League players. All his players be getting COVID. All, bro, they've all been held through health protocol. He the only dude hooping. Poor Zing is acting like his foot hurt. Don't want to play basketball. Like I'd be whining too. Bro. There's always something wrong with Porzingis. Like I'm sorry, I'm big as hell. 
I'm getting to the hoop and y'all hacking the fuck out of me. I'm not getting no calls, bro. And I see LeBron be getting fucking breathed on and he be getting the call. I'm be pissed too. I don't get how That's the Mavericks are so bad. I don't even get how they're losing games. It doesn't make any sense. Them niggas uh, just don't care. But, I mean, I appreciate Mark Cuban for saying fuck you to Zach Lowe. Because I don't care if you are right. It's still fuck you. You're not about to come for mine. Me and mine. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Well, a lot of it, a lot of it, like, with, I don't remember the specifics of last year. But, like, we were looking like Jam- uh, Jamal Murray. Like, was the, the teams we saw in the bubble – like one, like you know, they were they had no fans, no pressure, no nothing there. Completely different ball ball game. And I'm not saying these correlate exactly, but you know, did the Mavs suck because that was a a, a different team, a different environment? Oh, Could no. be, you know, like like bubble bubble Jamal ain't right now, Jamal. Jamal and, Murray, well, this is a, it's overrated. Yeah, yeah, I I thought Jamal Murray was kind of overrated because he was just bombing, like he was just throwing that shit up and it was hitting, but. The thing is, you know, you get so close to beating the Clippers as the Mavericks, and you come in the season with such high expectations, and it just doesn't hit. Same with the Nuggets, like you said, though they did beat the Clippers, and you know they're—I yeah. think they're a game above 500 right now. Yeah. It's not looking great for them. And Jokic Murray, is playing through his fucking ass right now, and they only a game above 500. That's cap. Jokic is looking like an MVP right Jokic now. Jokic might be the MVP. He's one. Of, yeah, he's one of the yeah. favorites. But I think he's leading the. Team in all five major categories: points, stats, or points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks. Yeah, you know, pretty great. sure. He's going crazy. He's on. Yeah. Well, we're gonna get up on out of NBA. That was a good little segment. Now we're going straight into the one division recap of episode five. Shit was popping off. I mean, we got Vision finding out shit about why is Wanda taking over everything. The fucking twins growing five years at a time. Agnes killing dogs. And Wanda fucking going out, letting people know, you come into Westview, I'm fucking y'all up. This is your only warning. Like, she was mm-hmm. about that life. She wanted all the smoke. So, I'm going to throw it over to Lucas first. How would you feel about episode five, bro? Was it worth it? Was it worth the wait? Yeah, for sure. It'd still be, you know, it, obviously each episode gets more worth it. Um, like, just from the, like, the, the, the whole episode until obviously the big reveal at the end. Um, I like because you slowly see like each scene like mattered, like from when Wa- or when Vision was in the the office and you know they he the emails came through and um, I forget what the dude's name is, but you know he he used yeah Norman he uses the the fucking you know mind trick whatever to release him from Wanda's control. Right, you see him slowly start to realize it. Wanda also realizing that shit, like this ain't perfect in here anymore. Um, yeah, no, it's definitely worth the wait. We'll we'll talk. I'll talk more about like the the reveal at the end and and my thoughts on a lot of that stuff. But you know, just a, a quick yeah, it's definitely worth the wait. Yeah, um, I don't even know where to start. Did you guys catch uh, Monica? Somebody said something to Monica Whiskey? about Captain Marvel, and she looked like she was pissed. You see that? Oh yeah, 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 bro. She. Was, I think that has. I think that's because when she got blipped, and so I think it is like uh, Captain Marvel wasn't there for her best friend. She's off there going fighting galaxies and shit. She didn't come back, and her best friend's dying. Like, how would that make mm-hmm. you feel? Like that was like 
And you're talking about Monica's mom as her best yeah, friend? Yeah, right? Maria, yeah. yeah. So, then, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, that's all I got as a best friend. You didn't show up. Yeah, I'd say, uh, about that, that's interesting. So, someone made the good correlation. So, you see that, uh, like, if you've seen Captain Marvel, right, she usually has long hair, and then in the Avengers, she had short hair. Yeah. I think it's because, like, she paid tribute, because mm-hmm. the timeline correlates to where she paid tribute to Monica's mom as cancer, so she cut her hair like that. It's yeah. kind of cool. Cool, like... Dude, Marvel's so good at just tying all that shit in. It was pretty good. It really are. I kind of want to go into, uh, since you brought up Monica. Bro, I told you that nigga was a snake. That director. He gonna shoot a missile at Wanda like that, bro? Like, he he does, like, he's like, target acquired fire. Like, no shot, bro. Like, oh, he. he, Yeah, he's a snake, bro. Yeah. Bro, don't fall for the. Don't drink the Kool Aid. Marvel is good at this too. This is some classic misdirection. Oh, definitely classic misdirection. misdirection. We're all staring at him. It's that nigga Ralph. Somewhere bro. behind the it's scene. It's that nigga Ralph. Huh? It's that nigga Ralph. That's something. Uh, yeah. The whole thing uh, about Wanda is misdirection, which like we can start to dive into it more. Like specifically, like Agnes. If you notice in every episode when something is when like Wanda's starting to either notice something different or like in this episode, I think it was when. At the beginning, when Vision's talking about like, like Wanda, what the fuck is going on? Like, you know, explaining everything, and she starts to kind of like realize something's off too. Boom, doorbell rings. Like, and there's Agnes. Every time she's there, like Wanda doesn't hide powers in front of her. Like Agnes is really weird, which obviously we know like the theory of her being like maybe like Agatha the witch, which is like a a big sorcerer. And then even at the end, Wanda finally starts to like click everything together, like shit this isn't right or whatever and then boom doorbell rings and it's fucking quicksilver it's all about misdirection i was just gonna say that every time it it, i'm starting to believe less and less that wanda has anything consciously to do with this because it seems like she even said like i have to be i don't even know how to do this i'd have to be you know taking these people to their dentist appointments every day and while i'm doing this here so i think somebody's just like drawing her power out from or at least that's what it seems like yeah. Or, or she's just finessing the shit out of Vision right now and myself. Cause I, I, I think I think Wanda isn't controlling it all, but I think that she believes she's controlling it because she knows that Vision's yeah. dead. She knows that she has the power to have people do what she wants them to do and to fix it how it is. And I don't think she's really much questioning, like, oh, why is Vision not dead? She's like, oh, he's not dead. This is amazing. Like, let me live my best life. And that's why she went out and was like, leave me the fuck alone. This is your only warning. Because, I don't know, now that I'm talking about it, now I'm just going to hold flip. Because she went to go get Vision's body. Like, why did? Why would she go do that? Because yeah. they were they were experimenting on him, he, they said. And that's what he didn't want. So I'm thinking she went and copped the body. I don't know, man. We just got to hey, see. It's fucking crazy, right? It's, it's a lot, man. It's heavy. And like I, I'm low key, I'm low key mad. They did backlog it, forty minute episode, and then that shit was only like an extra seven minutes, and they ran like eight minutes of credits. I was hella soft. But uh, kind of <laughs> going on to the next thing, uh, Vision's awareness now. I mean, my man was ready. Ready was like the credits were rolling. My man was like, "No, I'm the motherfucking man. You gonna talk to me?" And he he rose up on her like, "What's up?" And then, do you think like Vision's about to? about to come with some shit like you think he's gonna just take one at his word at her word because he's really he's really at the point like <clears throat> you fucking lying to me 
you better tell me the truth. Because you can, and he straight up said, you can't control me like you control all these other people. And she's like, y- you don't think? Or whatever the fuck she said, like, on some G shit. But I think Vision is about to have a real thing coming out next episode. Well, um, not yet. Well, you see it in the other one. And someone pointed out that in, like, before the show ever came out, one of the trips. So if you notice in the promo now for episode six, you see at the end when he uses his mind trick, whatever you want to call it, on a- Agnes, right? Yeah. And she's like, am I dead? Do you remember that part in the promo if you guys watched it? And then she was like, and he asked, why do you say that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen the like the full trailer where she answers it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, like, but she's like, he's like, uh, why do you say that? She's like, because you're dead too. So he, she definitely is going to, like, he's starting to reveal it. She's going to reveal it, like, even more. So, like, each, each minute that goes by, now she's not... It's going to be some epic ass battle between those two, but if you, I, I think we talked a little bit about how Elizabeth Olsen said, um, if you guys watch The Mandalorian, which I don't think Justin has, there's going to be a epic like cameo at the end, like Mandalorian did, which I won't spoil that for Justin. Um, and so people first thought this might be it, but they think it's going to be someone like, I, I think what we need to talk about is the Quicksilver and why it's the wrong Quicksilver. Yeah, I think they just open it up to the multiverse. And I think yeah. whoever, whoever is taking over this whole world, like House of M, or you know, uh, what's his name? It's, I can't think of his name. Mephisto. Mephisto. Yeah. It's he couldn't get the other. He he couldn't get her brother because he's dead. This Quicksilver isn't dead. He can come through the multiverse. Like, why does he know that Vision is dead? Like, to me, I know we talked about it. He said, who's the popsicle? And Lucas thinks it means something. Mean Justin thinks it means that he knows that he's dead. But in the episode six trailer, he said, what did he say, Justin? He said, um, it's not like they can bring back, you know, it's not like you can bring back your dead husband. Exactly. Like, yeah, so he knows that he's dead. And neither Quicksilver should know that Vision had died because of the timing of the everything. So I think that that Quicksilver has something that we, like, he's not the real one. Like, it, that dude is Mephisto or whatever fuck his name is kind of controlling him and trying to get into Wanda's head some more. Yeah. Well, so it's, um, I mean, there's two, like, so she's like this. I agree. This could be opening up the multiverse where like she subconsciously pulled in the wrong Quicksilver, like from another one, which is obviously going to, obviously regardless of what this happens, the fact that, the MCU is showing him from Fox, which means they have rights, which means now X-Men is fully really going to be in it. Like, I think that's why it's the multiverse, at least at some standpoint. But the other one is like the fact that she doesn't recognize, she doesn't recognize that it's not Aaron Taylor. Who's the one actor versus Evan Peters, but the person watching WandaVision, the doctor, whatever her name is, uh, realized it was recast. This is interesting to me. So if, if um, Quicksilver isn't the big cameo, for one, who do you guys think it is? Because if Professor X comes wheeling through that motherfucker, I don't know how I'm gonna act. I think yeah. it's just imagine. I think I keep going back. Like I think Magneto is too known for it to come back <clears throat> because they did have that uh, thing where she snapped her finger and then all the weapons went to the director, which is a straight Magneto out of Magneto's book. Like that's what he does. But I think it will be like a Professor X type of thing because that who's going to be bigger than that? Because she is a mutant. It is. She is a mutant, yeah. but her powers got revealed from the uh, reality stone. So, but, 
What's that? In, it, in Marvel, Magneto's not their dad, right? And Mar- in, in MCU. In MCU, correct. Or at least they didn't reveal that. In canon, can, like real yeah. comic book canon, yeah. he's their dad. But but why would they give him the cameo? Why would they know. do that? You know, like I think they're laying that groundwork for Magneto. Especially since it's that quick. So I could see that as well. But it's either going to be... This is the four options, I think. It's either going to be... I think it's at four doc- options. Yeah, it's going to be Doctor Sh- or uh, Professor X or Magneto from the from from X Men. It's going to be Doctor Strange, which wouldn't be like that big, if, especially if you see Mandalorian. Why you notice her reference? The fourth theory is that it could be the the kick into the multiverse too, which is that it's going to be Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield. That's going to be another Spider Man. I just don't see where mm. I don't see where Spider Man comes into this shit. Because Spider Man is the next Marvel movie that comes out, and they haven't oh. released any promos for, like any trailers for it, because I don't think they want to re- like spoil anything. So people think that this is how they're going to intro. Because the next Spider Man is supposed to be the multiverse Spider Man, okay. where Which Garfield is, like and... it's all going to be linked, like Spider Man, uh, WandaVision, Doctor Strange, all going to be like a triangle. Okay. Well, because the Doctor I... Strange two is the multiverse mad. Right, the multiverse of madness or whatever. Right, and so yeah. So regardless, this is all going to come down to Scarlet Witch getting fucking pissed and opening up those multiverses. But yeah, it's going to get crazy. So uh, I've got something interesting for you guys. Yeah, throw it real quick, real quick before we. Did you guys know that Wanda has never been called Scarlet Witch in the movies yet? Like not at all. Not at all. I haven't said the word Scarlet Witch at all. In any of the movies. I could see that. I did not they, know that. They didn't even give her a nickname, right? Remember he asked in the last episode no, that she gave him a nickname? Wanda. Yeah. Yeah, sense. do you have a similar nickname like the, or something like that? Yeah. So I yeah. think that's going to be the big reveal. Like, she's going to be the Scarlet Witch after this. Yeah, she's going to go crazy. Fire. That's all. <clears throat> so, driving on to episode six trailer, we kind of mentioned it, is the Halloween episode. Shit's really, really hit the fan. Fucking Vision's trying to get out. Vision gets out, what's going to happen? And they look like, you heard in the trailer that Vision's like, all right, what do we need to do? So obviously Wanda and Vision got over whatever the fuck they got over. Like, in the whole Agnes scene about him finding out that he's actually dead, like, do do we think shit's really starting to roll? Because we're, we're downhill now. Episode six, there's only four more after that. We're downhill like, do we start really getting that plot? Like, we're really about to find out what the fuck's going on in Wanda in Westview. Westview. Yeah, I think this one. I think we talked about it last week how it might end. But I think this is the one where it's going to be the cliffhanger end, where you know it's him or them or whatever breaking out of, or or at least making a plan to break out. Yeah, looking looking forward here. Um, I think we just the last episode was the climax, so now these plot are going to start being tied together week yeah. by week. Um, my bold hot take is this is this episode or the next one is Vision's last. He's not going to make it through this. If he's dead, they're going to make it so that he gets out of the thing and dies, in my opinion. And then it's just like like that's the oh shit moment where we'll get introduced to whoever the hero I can definitely I can be. definitely see that because they laid the groundwork about the dog and how she said mm-hmm. you have to be okay with death and your pain. Like, Vision's dying. Vision's not making mm-hmm. it out this series. Well, it, I don't think he is either, but I think that's, uh, at least if it's, like, going by the comic books, it's 
laying, that's laying the groundwork for her kids are going to die somehow. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're going to die, too. We know that. That's the House of M line, though. So, I don't know. Shit's about to get crazy. I was to hop into the, uh, from the Super Bowl, hop into this uh, Falcon and Captain uh Falcon, Captain America, Falcon and Winter Soldier trailer. It looked pretty dope. It premieres uh, March 19th, so kind of right after WandaVision's over. Uh, do you think this series is going to be pretty good? It's not going to be cliffhangery like WandaVision, but I think it looks pretty dope, like how they're going to handle the whole Captain America type deal. Yeah, it looks like they're going for the classic buddy cop type uh, movie, you know. Yeah. It looks like they're going to get on each other's nerves a lot, but they're going to, you know, the rush hour, the Bad boys, just two two guys, just new or new boot scooting type deal. Yeah, I think it's just gonna be, gonna be like though. just like the Captain America sure. movie. It's gonna be more action focused than. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's gonna be plot driven like that. But. Yeah, yeah, it, I, be good. I, it looks. But good. I bet there's there's an overarching plot to this. Yeah. Oh yeah. It'll, it'll definitely tie in. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, one yeah. last question before we get on out of here, <clears throat> we kind of mentioned in our group chat, who wins, Scarlet Witch. Or Doctor Strange, who's popping off? Scarlet Witch, well, TKO goes... first round. Hell TKO no. first round. <laughs> if fucking Do- if Doctor Strange can beat Dormammu, now in the story it's Doctor Rich is the only one that stops, or Doctor Strange is the only one that stops her because she goes crazy. Basically, it's like fucking Jean Grey Phoenix, but he he stops her. But he beat Dormammu with time, and Wanda can control time because it controls reality. But I think he can also counter that. Okay. Especially if he. That's a good matchup, but I don't know, man. Doctor Strange. I mean, he beats can... her in the comics. Hey, don't He's be sleeping on that... Doctor Strange's powers, bro. I know he just got them bitches, but that my man got photographic go. memory. My man is be on that shit. And he almost beat basically Thanos by himself, which I know Scarlet Witch did too. But man, but he Scarlet Witch beat by that. Oh, that bald bitch, the whole fucking movie. Hey, this is oh bossek chin that ass. Hey, this is the uh, this is the difference between the two. It's Scarlet Witch wins by anger, by that tragedy in her heart. Doctor Strange just a it's just that I'm gonna beat your ass because I'm can beat your ass. Doctor Strange will be one, and she's fucking Anakin. Yeah. So. Thanks. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's episode two of the Treehouse Podcast. Appreciate y'all coming out. Make sure y'all give us a ranking, a, a rating over there on Apple Podcasts, Podbean like that. We'll be coming to Spotify soon. But uh, that's for your boys. Uh, my name's Cam, Justin, and Lucas. Y'all got anything to add before we head on out? No, sir. We'll see you guys next week. Have a y'all good ain't got to go home, but you got to get the fuck up out of here. Peace. <laughs> Peace, bitches.